Hey guys, how's it going? Sunny D here. Thanks for tuning in to the YFYI podcast. On today's episode, I'm sharing a live story time, and this is going to be story time number 24. And we just finished up reading both of the YFYI books, and now we're getting into bonus, bonus material. I'm going to expand on some thoughts on the media company first concept and approach. Hope you guys are ready. Thanks for being here. Thanks for tuning in. I'm excited to keep our story time episodes going and to bring you more content. So here we go with another live story time episode for the YFY podcast. Thanks for being here. And now on to the show. Good morning. Good morning. Today is May 7th. And I am your host, Sunny D, ready for some story time this morning. Hopefully you guys are doing good. You got your coffee, you got your tea, you got your whatever you need so you can be ready, so you can be live, so you can feel good about about what's going down. So this is going to be now officially, officially we're looking at, this is episode number 24. Episode number 24, pretty exciting. Uh, What that means simply is that 24 mornings, 24 mornings we've sat down across from each other, you know, across from each other by way of wherever you're at in the world, and we've had a little story time. Um, So story time is where I've been coming to you guys and I've been uh, sharing with you stories from YFYI, the book series your first year in. Um, your first year in the beauty industry, your first year in salon ownership, your first year in dot, 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 fill in the blank, whatever your first year is, I've been sharing with you stories from story, uh, stories from the, the book series, YFYI. And so episode 23, which we did yesterday, um, was a pretty epic episode because yesterday when we did that episode, we were finishing the last chapter of your first year in salon ownership. So that's the one we were finishing yesterday. So what does that mean? That means that we've read over the last 24 episodes, we've read two books together, or I've read, you've listened to, or maybe you've read, I've tried to read, but we've read two books together, your first year in the beauty industry, how to not just survive but thrive in the business of beauty. And then we've also gone through the entire your first year in salon ownership, which were a lot of the the battle the battle stories and a lot of the the growing pains that I shared with you guys as I was um, navigating my way into ownership. And I'm still navigating my way through ownership. Just because you become an owner doesn't mean you get to stay an owner. Um, but now we're on episode number 24. Uh, so what that looks like is what do you do now? I don't have a third book. Hmm. So I started reaching out yesterday to, um, to some different people that had been commenting and you know have been following along and been tuning in uh, to try to get some a uh, little bit of feedback and try to get some, you know, what else do we want to explore? What other um, topics do we want to dig into? What other topics are we interested in um, taking a look at? And a lot of people were digging that whole you know media company concept. And I've, I've been talking a lot about that. I've been talking about that with um, hairstylists. I've been talking about that with um, future professionals. I've been talking about that with business owners. And of course, I've been talking about that with my own team uh, for years now. And I'll give you a little backstory on that. Um, so in 2012, I want to say 2013, 14, around there, I decided, and I shared some of this when I was going through your first year in salon ownership, uh, when I was in the growth chapter. So chapter number um, 10th. 10, which was on uh, growth and expansion. And there was those different ways to grow. There's growing your base with one location, 
putting more effort into that location, growing that location, building out the products, building out the services. Most businesses never, never achieve their maximum potential and <clears throat> their base, meaning, you know, taking, giving every opportunity that you have to every single guest. You know, and, and one of the big things is like you have a guest that's coming to you and you can look at other businesses. Like, I mean, I take a look at some businesses I do business with a lot, like a Starbucks, for example. Um, yes, they sell coffee. That's what they're known for. That's what the premise of the company is. But that's not all they sell. And that's not all they want you to buy. You know, so they are constantly thinking, of how can we you know, grow share of customer, meaning how can I have you come into a Starbucks and not only purchase a coffee, cheers to that, but also purchase a, you know, a coffee cake or purchase a breakfast sandwich or purchase a, what else do they have there? A bottle of water. Then you see um, they have candy, they have cookies, they have healthy boxes, protein boxes. So what Starbucks is doing is they're like, they're not only thinking about growing their coffee business, they're thinking about growing share of customer. And so that's one way, right? You have a business and you start growing your base. Um, and then the second way that we were talking about was growing another base. So when you decide to open another location, you decide you know, that you wanna repeat the same process. So with Starbucks, as the example, as the model that we're talking about right now, and they went from you know, one coffee you know, shop to another, to another, to another, so they're duplicating the same model. Well, when I was reading that chapter, I went back and I was talking about how you could go into a new concept, and that's something that I did. I wanna say yeah, I was like around 2013, 14. Um, I started this, this concept in my head, right? You start an idea, you get an idea. You know, it goes from head, for me, it goes from head, mouth, paper, and then I try to bring it to life. So when I started going into that, um, that concept, it was, it was gonna be the whole premise, I'll give you the backstory on it, um, since this is story time. Um, the whole premise was it was gonna be an express salon. So the idea behind it was I was gonna create a salon where it was 25, all the services, yeah, cake pops, dude, they kill me on the cake pops. Um, all the services were $25 or less, and all of the services were designed to be 25 minutes or less. So it was an express salon. So that was the concept, boom, and I go in and I test that. And how I test it is I find a location, you know, come up with the money, come up with the equipment. Um, and it was in, in going back into financing and construction, and this is me eating my own, you know, dog food and, and practicing what I preached. After I had done in 2012, our second location built it out from the ground up. I mean, dirt floors, cement laid, wall designed, the whole, everything. The whole deal. I was like, wow, uh, that was amazing. And I never want to do that again. Because it was just, I mean, it was a headache. Like, you know, nothing was on time. And it's just like, you learn, oh, you didn't think about this. And then it's like over budget. You got to make edits before you can go start building. And then you're, you know, you're working with the budget of you, what you have. And then if it's a new construction, then the owner of the building is chipping in. You're going through the negotiations. So it was a great experience that I learned so much. Um, that armed me to move forward into the, the world of just owning businesses, period. But I learned also never want to do that again. Um, so when I got to this new concept, I was like, I found this little spot, uh, driving around, head on a swivel, eyes open, found this spot for lease, used to be a salon, perfect rehab scenario, perfect, not going to break the bank, perfect. I can paint, I mean, I can hang walls, I can... Um, I can do you know some stuff so whatever I can do I can do and if I don't know how to do it like I'm one of those people that I'll like figure it out like I get some of the shit that I'm doing I got no business doing like oh yeah electric yeah I can figure it out I'm like my my thing is always like how hard can it be so I'm that guy so I'm figuring stuff out but at the same time I learned from that ground up salon when I built that that you know by me in my team, I even had some of my team come in doing some painting. Um, you know, we saved like twenty thousand dollars 
right? So then that $20,000 we could use and repurpose for other pieces. So those are things you learn along the way. I've never had, you know, a rich uncle, uh, investors, loans, like huge, you know, backers. So it's always been scrappy, scrappy, scrappy. And that's how, you know, I've been building it from day one. So going now into this new concept, found this location, uh, used to be a salon, meaning great, it's already got plumbing in place, already has electric in place, um, things that I can repurpose. Um, they had mirrors all over the place. Um, so there were things that I could use. I think there was a front desk there. There's, And you can see if you wanna see pictures, even though the salon is long gone in history, um, on our website, there is a, um, there's a, let me see if I can just pull it up just as I'm talking to you guys. So if you wanna check it out, I'll give you the location. So, I mean, you go to our website. Our website is thesalon1.net. The number one but there's lots of different things that are on there. Uh, but the thing that I'm talking about, particular thing that I am mentioning about right now is where you can see different concepts because these brands that we built um, and that you know I started from our main flagship brand, which is the Salon 1.0, and then 1.0 Express and 1.0 Media Inc. Um, we have our men's department. So these were all concepts that could turn into salons like that. Um, they're kind of like turnkey um, concepts. So this 1.0 Express, the one that I'm starting now, this was 20, you know, whatever it was, 2014. Go in there, and I talked about this in the book how it became a uh, like a 70 something thousand dollar experiment um, because that was probably all in. You know, then you also have rent, you know, I'm paying. So I had this, I had this spot for two years, and it ended up be, being three different businesses in those two years. It went from Express, which the concept was $25 or less, uh, 25 minutes or less. So here, and here's why it failed, you know, and that's that's um, one, right? So the idea with Express was, how are you gonna do this? Okay, well, I'm gonna use, I'm gonna use this location to bring in my new talent stylist, and that's where they're gonna start. So lower price, price point, and the whole idea behind Express, you know, services. So we were only doing like lunchtime color, PM shines, demi-permanent colors at our color bar. That's all we were doing. So they had that quick processing time, quick application time, and you're not gonna get into a whole lot of color corrections or, or issues with it. So not a bad idea. Um, haircuts, you know, colors, blow dries, everything in treatments, everything $25 or less. Now here's where the problem came. The problem was that I wanted to come into this with new talent being at a new talent salon. Now, for those of you that are seasoned stylists or for those of you that are educators or whatever, um, here's one thing that I can tell you about new talent. They ain't doing shit in 25 minutes or less. I mean, barely eating lunch in 25 minutes or less. Right, so in the beginning, when we first get started, there is no way in hell we're doing a haircut, a color. It's all, it's practice. You gotta get the pace going. So there was a total disconnect. I was like, oh my God. So I'm like, all right, so I had some new people in there and I'm like training them. And I'm thinking, you know, like, there's only so many like we're you know hands-on like technical things we can do. Uh, but then I'm starting to think and the wheels got turning and so this is kind of leading this is the the leading into the media thing that i that people were asking about um so then the concept turned in to like a media experimentation training ground and i'll give you some of the some of the statistics so what we started doing was we started looking at our company you know as a media company and it wasn't just the 1.0 express location it was the entire company and I said, so here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna start testing these things and we're gonna use it on some of our social media you know, pages. So we started from scratch, right? So 1.0 Express was a brand new brand and we were gonna build it up. And we started getting some traction. We pulled the plug. Um, we had to like part ways with the styles that were there, but in that experimentation bubble, what we started looking at was some of those companies that I was talking about, 
We started looking at like the Red Bulls. We started looking at like companies that, you know, when you think of Red Bull, if I asked you what is Red Bull, you're gonna say Red Bull is a energy drink company. And then I'm gonna come back at you and say, are they really? Because Red Bull, if you go on their website, and if you're, you know, if you have a computer, you know, you have an app on the phone, if you're on your phone, whatever you, wherever you're at, next time you get a chance, I want you to look up, just go to Red Bull. You know, if you Google Red Bull, number one, start there. You Google Red Bull, what's gonna come up? Redbull.com. And the, the tagline is Red Bull gives you wings, right? Dash Redbull.com. Now, that's what it says, but then the description, and this is Google, right top, top page on Google. It says, find the latest news, events, live streams, videos, and photos from the world of Red Bull and beyond, including motorsports, bike, snow, surf, music, and more, right? And so initially thinking, and this is where that the media company concept comes in play. So we started using examples. So the case study that I'm sharing with you guys was the Red Bull one. So you go to Red Bull and then I took, you know, took them, you know, we did this, this is training, right? This is what we're doing because we were trying to build a business and then we were trying to build and then we we're thinking, you know, instead of building a business, we were like, let's build, let's build a company that supports all businesses. And this is where really where the concept comes up. Now, when you go to redbull.com, um, you're gonna see, I mean, everybody, I mean, you kinda know what their logo looks like, you know what their um, their font looks like, but you're not gonna see energy drinks. You know, when you go to redbull.com, the first thing you're gonna see, you know, and I'm on there right now, the first thing you're gonna see is you're gonna see people snowboarding, you're gonna see people mountain biking, you're gonna see people on dirt bikes, on courses, you're gonna see all this stuff going on except for sports drinks. And as you start to scroll through the website, and they only have four tabs at the top of their website. They've got TV, they've got events, they've got athletes, and then they have products. So I'm assuming if you go to products, then you can probably find their energy drinks. And I'm gonna go on there and just check it out, confirm it for you. Um, so that's where you can find their products. But that's the fourth tab. And how do you read? You read left or right. So their first tab is TV. Their second tab is events. Their third tab is athletes. And their fourth tab, the furthest one, as I'm looking at it, the furthest one to the right is products. What does that mean? Where's their, where's their headspace at? Where's their headspace at when it comes to their company? Are they a media company? Are they a TV company? Are they a, an event company? You know, and, and I'm, I'm gonna tell you, I mean, they're, they're a media company. And they started though, right? They started as a energy drink company. And so you may have, you may be starting as a, um, a hairstylist, or you may be starting as a hair salon, or you may be starting as a lawyer, or you may be starting as a whatever, chiropractor. But if you start thinking multimedia, if you start thinking of different ways that you can connect and using them as a case study, then that's how you get into this mentality. So I was talking with our team at this experiment lab that we had going on and this little project. And we started looking at different areas and different, you know, kind of, I guess you could call them like silos of like our life. And we started looking at lifestyle. We started looking at health. We started looking at fitness. We started looking at travel. We started looking at um, beauty products, not only hair products, which makes sense, right? Because that's the first thing you go to as a hair salon or a hairstylist. But also we started looking at skincare. We started looking at makeup. And when we started taking these different silo approaches, um, I was like, okay, now we're going to start creating content 
we're going to find articles, we're going to um, do research, and we're going to find you know images and articles and fun facts that we can share about these different categories. And so if you went to our Facebook page, which I'm not even sure if that page still exists. I mean, it probably does. I don't think I would you know, get rid of it or delete it, but most likely what I've done is I probably just um, inactivated it. But if you go to that page, and I'll have to find some samples and some, uh, some clips that I can share with you. If you go to that page, what you're gonna find is our, our content was more of like a, a lifestyle brand approach. So it wasn't, you know, haircut pick after haircut pick after color pick after haircut pick, another color pick, a before pick, an after pick, another color pick, another haircut pick. Okay? So now here's the thing I want you to think about. Your brand, right, is you, right? You start there. And I, I pulled a few, you know, books from my library. Uh, one I shared the other day because it was Cinco de Mayo, and this is a you know the Patron way. So um, John Paul de Joria, he's not just balling when it comes to Paul Mitchell. He didn't just start Paul Mitchell, and that's where the story ends. He started this company and sold this company way more money than Paul Mitchell, uh, but sold it to Bacardi a few years back for billions. Several that's with a B, several billions of dollars, um, but. The story of Patron Tequila, the brand that revolutionized an industry, you know, and and so this this book right here, the Patron Way, um, is you know, and we'll be touching on this. I think as we're kind of evolving story time, I'm going to be going into my library. Um, I love you know books and I you know reading and different you know things. So I've got different books on different brands and different companies. I'm going to start going into some of these stories as we evolve since we finished you know both yfy book one and book two live but as we continue to go through story time so when you think about this this is just one example right of building a brand and then you start thinking about the messaging so just like with the red bull scenario that we're kind of using as that cornerstone i was using our salon we we're 1.0 express yes we're hairstylists. Yes, we do hair cutting. Yes, we do hair color. But as we started to put our messaging out there, things that would bring people to our business, we wanted to cover lifestyle. We wanted to talk about travel. We wanted to talk about fitness, health, well-being. We wanted to talk about hair. We wanted to talk about makeup. We wanted to talk about food. So we started to, we came up with a schedule and we started to curate this content on these different, you know, areas of life that would be, we thought that was interesting and that we thought would be interesting to the consumers that we wanted to attract to our business. And that was the, that was the origins of the whole concept of uh, media first, becoming a media company first, and then filling in that also does after. And so when you think about Red Bull, if they were to say that, they would be like, yes, uh, Red Bull is a media company that also creates and sells or, or creates and distributes or um, creates and, and offers energy drinks. That's not where they started though. But <clears throat> knowing that and knowing where you're at right now, What's stopping you from right now saying, okay, I'm going to be a media company that also does fades if you're a barber, that also cuts hair, that also colors hair, um, if you're a salon, that also provides you know, beauty services? And what would that look like? Now, you, you got to kind of figure out you know, who the customer is and then that you're trying to reach and the kind of content you produce and want to create and distribute is going to be based on that. And so I started taking that concept and applying it to my businesses. I started taking that concept and applying it 
um, and teaching it to my team, to my stylist, I started taking that concept and applying it to uh, my own brand, right? So if you think Sunny, Sunny D is a brand, I started applying it to my own brand and thinking about the my communication style changed. You know, before that, before those thoughts and, and I started to move in that direction, um, like most of my you know, partners in the beauty industry, I would just post a picture. Here's a cool haircut that I did. Um, here's another cool haircut that I did. Here's a color um, that I did. Here's a, you know, another hairstyle. Here's a this. And so it was just like that one thing, that one thing from that one channel. So if you think of it like a channel, right? If you want to think of it like a media company, you can think of it as a magazine. You can think of it as a newspaper. You can think of it as a channel. Um, you, meaning you are a channel, you are a magazine, you are a newspaper, you are a, you are a, uh, you are a, a website that is maybe if it's lifestyle, maybe if it's, I mean, it could be different things. It could be lifestyle driven um, where you might cover like a variety of topics. You know, another one to look at to get an idea might be like a, a Condé Nast, might be like a refinery. What's it? Refinery... Is it Refinery29? Um, there's different brands out there that are that are traditionally, like they're, they're starting, they're like, okay, we're a media company. But you can look at them as examples and you can find out. And I like the Red Bull one because when you hear the name Red Bull and you see the product, you know, initially that's not where your head goes. Your head just is like on energy drinks. But they've transformed that and created a really a lifestyle driven brand where that's also what they do but that's like their website that's not the first pillar I mean, their first pillar right now is tv so think about that if i were to say right now if i were to say like what is red bull i, I might say i mean besides a media company i might say like a a um a TV station. I might say a TV station. I might say a an events company. You know, I could say any of those things, and I could say, you know, a um, ath, an, uh, you know, an athletic company in a sense. I mean, they have a lot of different athletes. So that's an example of taking the approach, and so that's where it started. Um, so some of the things to think about if you're if you're really wanting to go down that route. You know, a couple of, a couple of hot takes. You got to define the customer or the consumer that you want to attract to your company. And I do this with, you know, with my team, especially when we just start and we get people moving in the direction of, you know, thinking brand, thinking social, thinking branding, thinking marketing, Right, branding and marketing is going to happen long before sales. So, thinking about the consumer, thinking about the customer. Now, for example, right, you're like, all right, your age, start with your age, start with your interest, because a lot of times you're going to market or, or be attracted to those things. I um, mean, you're going to attract those things. So, thinking about and then start thinking about habits, you know, and with the tools that we have available now between um, Instagram and Facebook and the way that you can define an audience if you're doing marketing on there and think about the information um, that you've given, right? When you've liked a place, when you've checked in at a place, when you've liked a post, when you've mentioned a product, um, all of those things are gonna develop around you know who you are and it's gonna be your consumer profile and those same things are gonna be your guest or your client or your customer, whoever you're trying to reach, their consumer profile. So start thinking like that. Start thinking, okay, who is, what is the person, uh, what's their favorite restaurants, right? What kind of foods do they like to eat? Are they, you know, they lift weights? Are they yoga? Are they more of a runner? Are they, you know, outdoors? Are they indoors? Start thinking about, you know, Dunkin' Donuts or Starbucks. Start thinking about, you know, are they, you know, what kind of shoes? Are they Nike? 
start thinking. So start thinking like head to toe on on products and brands and activities and events. Are they live music? Are they country? Are they hip hop? Start thinking about driving. Are they driving a truck, a car? Start thinking about uh, makeup. Are they you know are they Mac? You know, start thinking, are they L'Oreal? Start thinking products. So as you start to develop this, you can create a profile. You can create a profile around these different things. So then once you have that profile, then you can start to think about in those areas, the messaging that you wanna have around those traits, if you wanna call them, they're your consumer traits, they're your traits. And so, and then variety. Right, because people will like variety. Like just like a channel, if you're if you're taking that approach as a channel, you're not gonna have just the same show on over and over and over, because you're only gonna be really reaching one person that wants to watch that over and over and over. There are those people, um, but your market, your your base, you know, your consumer. Uh, makeup is going to be a lot smaller versus if you start taking, you know, a, an approach to where you now know what the consumer looks like and then you create variety based on some of their interest. And so you start, ha- then you have to start doing the work of sourcing out some of those things. And you don't have, to, it doesn't have, mean like you have to write an article on, um, on quinoa because your consumer loves quinoa. You can find an article on quinoa. You can find facts on that product. You can find facts on that service. You can find facts on that activity and you can share and reshare and you can create some content around that. But then having like a rotation and so what we ended up doing was we said, okay, we're gonna do, you know, this, these, are, these are the topics. Um, this is the timeline. So we set a goal, you know, so we wanted to do 10 different posts, you know, in a 24 hour period. So that comes down to like, you know, almost like one, you know, every other hour and, and the topics would change. So we would go like fitness, we would go travel, we would go uh, food, we would go um, like a movie, we could go music. We can go beauty, hair, we can go makeup, we can go uh, skincare, we can go relationship, we can go um, maybe back to the top of the order. So you can come up right there, that was five, that was 10, you know, nine, 10 different topics. And then those topics will rotate. And it take, it's gonna take some time. If you're an individual, if you're doing this just for yourself, if you're doing this just for your own, um, your own brand, your own marketing, it's gonna take some time. Like it's not, like it's, it ain't easy, um, but developing that cadence. I would start with number one, figure out the consumer. Figure out the makeup of the consumer, their likes, their interests, their, their product faves, um, figuring out their lifestyle. Number two, figuring out a schedule of different things that you want to share um, and figuring out how many categories. If you have eight categories, you know, and and just break it down. If you have eight categories and you post, you know, one time in each category for a 24-hour period, that's eight varieties, you know, eight different posts a day. And then you start doing research. And the website Google is going to be your best friend. You don't have to, again, you don't, and some of it can be original. Like if you like, you know, writing or you're going to do, like you're going to do a writing, you're like a, a blog, you're going to do a podcasting, you're going to create short videos. You can totally create original content around these topics on your short videos. You can totally do that, but you don't have to. Um, there's so much content out there already. But what you can do is you can give your hot take on this article I found on on yoga. Um, this article I found on, you know, if you're in Tampa and all of a sudden in Tampa you've got, you know, the Tampa Bay Bucks and you create, you know, some posts around the Bucks and you start talking about like what's the news right now. Um, what are your thoughts on Tom Brady coming to Tampa? What are your thoughts on um, Rob uh, Gronkowski 
coming to Tampa. You can share those things um, and that could be around the sports part. And if you want to do something live with it, you could. You could do it just through an article. You could, re you, could re you could share the article that somebody else already did and just share your hot takes on it. So you've got, there's plenty of things. You've th if you're thinking like local, you're thinking like what's around you, there's plenty of content already created. There's plenty of things that you can share. You don't have to necessarily recreate everything. And then if you want to write, you know, on it, you know, the copy under your post, you could write on it. So then you've got, you know, some copy there and then you go to the next topic. So if that was sports, then maybe you go to, you know, outdoors, maybe you are into kayaking or the consumer profile that you designed, um, they're into kayaking. So then you could share something on the kayaking side of things and share like, you know, the top five places to kayak if you live in Florida or the top five places, you know, or the, the, the top um, you know, five different, you could review products too. Like say you wanted to review like these different um, kayaks and the price points and which one, if you have one or which one you like and you think is the most bang for your buck. So there's different things. So then you move from that to your next topic, hair. And then now you as the hairstylist, that's going to be the easy one. Hair you created, hair you want to create, um, a runway. You know, there was a red carpet event last night. Did you see you know, so-and-so's hair, I love this gown, I love her makeup. So you can then share something that hits home for you, um, then that covers your beauty. If you go in, if you break beauty into hair, skin, and makeup, you have three different potential posts there, and then you can move into um, the next one. You know, we have one of our stylists is really into fitness, so she's sharing a lot of different fitness things and created another fitness page. Um, I'm, I'm looking at that as that's cool and as she develops that, but I'm almost looking at like how do you blend those together because you've already built up. And I've done the same thing. I've started other pages to test stuff and then I've also blended. So sometimes I'm cross-promoting. Sometimes it's all in one. Um, but if you go on my page right now, you know, without reading, you know, my uh, bio or even maybe reading my bio, you may or may not know what business I'm in. Because you know, you're going to see different things. You're going to see a variety of different things. Um, so trying to have that kind of multimedia approach, um, you may or may not know. Uh, I'm a salon owner. I'm a hairstylist. I'm a writer. Um, I'm a podcaster. I am a, a speaker. You may or may not know those things um, initially. So you know that'll be you know that'll be just one one more another topic where you can touch on. Um, and then going through that. You create your customer profile, number one. You create your topics, number two. You create your schedule, number three. And then it's about posting, it's about sharing and starting to build that. Now what happens is when people come, you know, and they come to your channel or they come to your store or they come to your, your site, then they're starting to look and see like what kind of things they're consuming and then you become a source, not just a source for like a hair inspo, not just a source for like a makeup inspo, but a source for, I mean, it could be a current event, could be a food tip, could be a travel tip, could be a fitness tip, could be a fashion tip, could be a hair tip for sure, makeup, could be a technology tip if you're in a technology and you're sharing you know doing a review on a product so you have these different things that are going on you become a source you become a destination you become a property you become a media brand and then you're like yeah you know i'm you know this is 1.0 media um, we have hair salons we have books we have podcasts we have an education arm um, we do all of these different things um, so those are those are some of the foundational pieces. Um, hopefully that answers uh, for some of you guys that were like asking and you know after I shared some of that in the bonus material chapter, like how do I go about establishing? Do I have to create another page? You don't necessarily need to create another page. Um, you don't necessarily need to uh, create another name. You know, you could work with what you have. I mean, you know, it's the Red Bull example, the Starbucks example. I mean, they have music, they've got products, food, they've got, 
you know, their, their coffee mugs, they've got candy, they've got sandwiches, they've got uh, all these things. Oh yeah, and by the way, they also have coffee, right? And if you heard the name Starbucks and didn't know who they were, what they were, you wouldn't even associate the name with coffee. So you don't have to necessarily change the name um, if you've already put equity and built into that name and started branding and promoting, you don't have to necessarily change that. You know, me as a company, Sunny D as a company that, you know, has, you know, salons, has education, has products, um, does have services, does services, um, has books, has, you know, apparel. I don't have to change the name because I've built up, up equity in that. Now, if you want to test, like I said, test, you could try, you know, starting different pages. I mean, they're free. It's not like it's going to hurt you um, to start it, but then you might find that you kind of converge. Now, just like, um, so Google, right? Google started and then they started doing all these other things. They have all these other companies. They started buying companies. Then they, then they put a blanket company called Alphabet over the top. So they've got Google, they've got Nest, they've got speakers, they've got um, software, they've got hardware, they've got all the like, little projects they're trying and testing things out and then they put the blanket company over top alphabet. Um, but originally it was just Google. So there's always ways down the road if you're thinking, you know, a name or a rebrand or, you know, bringing your your media properties together under one roof, you can always do that. That doesn't, I mean, that, that kind of stuff can come in time. Um, but right now, the main thing I want you to, you know, to kind of be thinking about is, you know, with the approach as, as a individual or a business right now, um, would, the, would this approach and with this approach, do you broaden your potential reach? Think about that. Because now, because the people that you're talking to, that you're seeing in your business every single day, they're going to all these different places and they're trying to, they're interested in all these different things as well as what you have. So if you start to offer different things and to be, you know, and to be a, a tastemaker in a sense on these different subjects that you're interested in, that you know they're interested in, then you become more valuable as a source for everyone that you service. And so that's a that's one of the side effects of taking this kind of media company first approach. So hopefully that sheds some light um, theory at a, at a level, maybe a mid-level, high level, kind of gives you some more insight. Um, we can get into more tactical stuff on a future episode for sure, um, but I know I did get a lot of comments and questions just about you know this whole idea of like, you know, how am I a media company? I thought I was a chiropractor. How am I a media company if I'm a lawyer? How could I be a media company if I'm a barber? How could I be a media company if I'm a hairstylist? How could I be a media company if I'm a, a, a teacher? How could I be a media company if I'm a, 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 a hair salon owner? How could I be a media company if I'm a fill in the blank, whatever, whatever? Simple make the decision, start putting some of those things in place that we just talked about, and then you start to develop that, right? Red Bull didn't come out the gate like, hey, we got this energy drink, but by the way, um, we're a media company, we do events all over the world, we're sponsoring these athletes, we got a TV channel, we got this. No, they're just like, we're trying to make this drink, it gives people a little pick-me-up, you know, we're gonna you know, give it, try to give it out for free get a lot of people hooked on it, and then see what happens and develop it from there. Uh, but I don't think at their at their onset, like when they first were coming out of the gate, that they came out of the gate with all of these high level things that they're doing now. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know for sure, because I don't know the founders, I don't know the entire story. I just know where it exists today. And I don't think, I don't think that they started with the idea that we're gonna become a huge media company and really have events and TV uh, be the kind of pillars and then we're also gonna sell energy drinks. I don't think that was their initial thought. Um, so just like you're probably not thinking that. But studying, studying these brands, 
studying these successful brands and thinking what could we learn from them. And so we're gonna be exploring on future episodes of Storytime, we'll explore some different brands, um, we'll explore some different branding and marketing um, uh, techniques, we'll explore some different uh, things that I've picked up from the library along the way. And also, you'll kind of be seeing in real time, I'll be telling you things that I'm trying and doing um, with myself, with my brands, with my team, so on and so forth. So. So I want to thank you guys again for being here. Um, we come together Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. Eastern Time for Story Time with Sunny D, where we explore lots of different topics, um, read some excerpts from the books, whether they be my books or someone else's books. Uh, we'll get into these topics. This was our first kind of episode um, outside of the YFY book series because we went through um, both of those books. We read those together over the last 24 episodes. Um, so now this being the 24th episode in our transition as we're getting into tomorrow, as Friday, we're gonna be episode 25. We'll be back here tomorrow at 9 a.m. Eastern time. If you come back tomorrow, invite somebody, right? Bring a friend, uh, bring a question. You know, so if you're thinking about, if you have more questions on what we were covering today, you know, the, the media, the concept, the um, you know, just some of the, the intricacies of what that looks like about the brand and developing, you know, in, in directions, reach out to me. You can direct message me whether you're watching on Instagram, if you're on Facebook, one of the Facebook pages, if you're listening to this on the podcast, uh, reach out to me and we can continue the conversation um, post live stream. So thanks again for tuning in. Uh, thanks for being here. Um, 9 a.m. Eastern. Monday through Friday, I'll be here doing story time. A couple other things I wanna share with you. If you know, or if you are, um, any kind of artist, music artist, um, you juggle, you dance, you sing, or you know you do hair, you're a barber, or you know any kind of artist, we are putting together a once you know, a once a, a once a coronavirus, once a corona economy event, a once in a lifetime event. We're putting together an online music festival. It's going to be on May fifteenth. We're starting six p.m. Eastern. We're going to go for four, five, six, seven hours. It's a one night only event. It's an online festival. We're bringing together hair. Artists, we're bringing together musicians, dancers, singers, all of the, any kind of art, any kind of artist. And it's called Corona Palooza. And if you ever heard of Lollapalooza, it's a big, a big event they do every uh, year. They do it in Chicago. It's like a three day festival of music and there's performances like around the clock. We're doing our own version, Corona Palooza. May 15th at 6 p.m. It's gonna be an online event unlike any other and we're bringing together, it's an Artist Unite event. So we're bringing together all of these artists. So if you're an artist or you know any artists, um, have them go sign up for a time slot. They're gonna be 15 minute sets. You can do anything you want in that 15 minutes, whatever your art is, but you can sign up. You just go to coronapaloozasignup.com go to coronapaloozasignup.com and sign up for a time slot. Uh, we're starting to book it up. And so it's you know a week from tomorrow. And really the idea behind it is bringing our artists together to celebrate just art in general, but also celebrate that we're getting ready to go. You know Our economies are opening back up, our businesses are opening back up. And as we get ready to go reunite with our fans, with our guests, with our friends, with our coworkers, we want to do this online you know, celebration to celebrate all kinds of art. So we'll have somebody doing a haircut, and then we'll have somebody singing a song, we'll have somebody playing an instrument, uh, we'll have somebody doing a, you know, doing a design, a barber doing a fade, we'll have somebody doing a, a braid or a long hairstyle, we'll have somebody you know, just uh, dancing, we'll have so all different types of artists, it's open to all artists. So any buddy that you know, if you're an artist, you want to get involved, um, you'll be seeing like the video, we have a little promo just announcing it. 
we'll have um, we'll have the sign up going on. You just go to coronapaloozasignup.com to sign up. So it takes 10 seconds. Um, lock in a spot. We're gonna try to accommodate. The spots are on a first come first serve basis. We'll try to accommodate everybody you know at the spot that they desire. Uh, we'll do our best to do that. Um, you'll just put a little description of what you want to perform. Um, if you have any questions, you can reach out to me. You can reach out to my co-host, um, Josh, on Instagram, at Josh Valdez, or me, at SunnyD1.0, um, with any questions. But the sign-up page and more information, it's at coronapaloozasignup.com. So it's May 15th, 6 p.m. We're excited. We can't wait. Um, we're going to have a lot of fun. It's going to be something um, that, you know, didn't exist and we were just thinking like how can we bring all of our artists together um, do a big celebration as we get ready to go back out into the uh, into the world so um, yeah just want to let you guys know about that and other than that you guys enjoy the rest of your day thanks for tuning in for story time um, definitely invite your friends tell your friends we'll be back here 9 a.m. tomorrow Friday um, tomorrow morning back for another story time with Sunny D Hope you guys are doing good. Um, hope you guys are going to be joining us tomorrow and definitely joining us for Corona Palooza. Uh, thanks for watching. Thanks for tuning in. And I'll talk to you guys soon. Hey guys, Sunny here again. Hope you guys enjoyed that episode. I had a lot of fun digging into that and, and loved shedding some more light on the topic of a media company. Definitely, when you get a chance, go check out Red Bull's uh, website. I'm not, this is not a paid endorsement. I'm not gaining anything, but I think they're a great example of just how far you can take it when you don't think of the only the physical product or the technical service or just the service that you provide now as your only means. Um, think about where you'll be at in the next year if you start this process now. Think about where you could have been right now, especially during the corona economy, if you had started this process sooner. Start thinking in multi-dimensions. That's really where I feel like true growth lies. So Red Bull's a great example. There's plenty of companies. We'll cover more in the future, but Red Bull's definitely a great example. So I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Uh, check out yourfirstyearend.com for all uh, book-related questions and yfyipodcast.com for all current, past, and future episodes of the podcast. So thanks again for tuning in, guys. This is the YFY podcast where you come to learn how to build your business right once or else you will be doomed to have to build it again. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you soon.